Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. My name is Aaron, and I am one of your hosts. The other hosts joining me today are Daniel's son and Caleb. Now, before we start today's episode, I want to state that no AI programs were used or harmed in the creation of this episode. The research for this show and all of its work was created solely by humans. If you would like to support the show, then there are a few ways that you can do that. One of the ways that you can do that is through Patreon. Each week, we release a Patreon-exclusive episode that only Patreon supporters can get access to. To sign up, it's only $5 a month, which is only 16 cents a day. Not only do you get an extra episode per week for that $5, but you also get access to our entire back catalog of past Patreon episodes. In total, we have over 165 extra Patreon episodes, which is a lot of extra hours for your listening pleasure. To see the full list of Patreon episodes, go to our website, theoriesofthethirdkind.com and click on the Patreon Episodes tab, and there you will see an entire list of Patreon-exclusive episodes that we have published. Also, today we added another Patreon-exclusive episode, which is over the UFO whistleblower that came forward last week with his astonishing claims of the United States government and extraterrestrials. So, you get access to that episode, as well as all of the other episodes for just $5. Now, if you can't afford a Patreon membership, but you would like to help us out, then feel free to leave us a written review on iTunes or Spotify. That helps us out more than you know. However, don't feel pressure to leave us one. If you don't want to, then that's fine. We just want you guys, girls, aliens, reptilians, Bigfoot, Sasquatches, Chupacabras, ghosts, Illuminati members, underground lizard people, whoever or whatever you are, to enjoy the show. Oh, and one last thing. Go follow our Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube channels to stay up to date on all announcements, news, and updates. And that is the end of the announcements. So today's episode is over the Las Vegas UFO. So how this episode will go today is that we're going to talk about the story of the Las Vegas UFO, how it went viral, strange facts and findings, theories, and of course, wrap everything up with our own personal thoughts and theories. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. As darkness cloaked an unremarkable evening, an extraordinary spectacle unfolded beneath the Nevada sky. A brilliant luminescent object, radiant in emerald green, cut through the tranquility, plunging into the heart of a nearby neighborhood. Chatter erupted across the city as awestruck eyewitnesses began to recount their encounters with this dazzling spectacle. However, Chilling accounts of towering, otherworldly beings began to emerge from the shadows. Captured on the grainy footage of police body cams was an inexplicable vision defying all we understand. Could this truly be a messenger from the cosmos revealing itself to the world? Or is this simply a master class in digital theatrics, fueled by the frenzy of social media? and fed by an insatiable public thirst for the sensational. In the light of this enigma, we stand at the crossroads of the real and the imagined. This is the Las Vegas UFO. All right, so I'm sure that many of you are aware of the story that went viral last week of the family in Las Vegas and their encounter with an extraterrestrial in their backyard and all of that stuff. Due to that story going viral, we received a ton of emails from individuals wanting us to cover this. And you know, we give the people what they want, okay? This past week, we spent hours upon hours investigating this, and what we uncovered was pretty strange. To start this episode off today, we are going to discuss the story of what happened and then our investigation into it. So Dan, do you want to start this off for us? The story begins on Sunday, April 30th, 2023. That night at 10.41 p.m., the Las Vegas police were responding to a routine call at an individual's residence. The officers were talking with the individual outside their home when all of a sudden a bright green object appeared in the sky. 
The strange object was flying at an incredible rate of speed and left a long trail behind it. The object continued to approach them, but came crashing down in the far distance, making a large boom sound on impact. This event was caught on the police officer's body camera, which we have footage of and will post on our website. You can find these references at theoriesofthethirdkind.com under today's episode for anyone that wants to go take a look at it. But continuing on with the story, uh, the police officer's body cam was not the only one that recorded this object. In that same neighborhood, an individual's ring security camera captured the audio of the object crashing in the distance. Now, we do have a clip of that audio, and we're going to take a listen to it right now. So right before this object hit the ground, there was a young man named Angel in his backyard working on a truck with his brother. All of a sudden, the both of them heard something falling from the sky. They turned around, and all they saw was a giant light in the sky above them. Then, they both felt a giant impact very close to them in their backyard. After Angel and his brother felt this impact, they braced themselves and looked in the direction of where this object landed, but could not get their eyes to focus. A strange part about this is the fact that both brothers could see the surrounding area just fine, but when they looked at the object in their backyard, it was all blurry. As both brothers were stumbling around in their backyard trying to figure out what was going on, they began hearing what they said were, and we quote, thousands of footsteps around them. After a few seconds of this, the blurry area in their backyard was gone. The brothers then stated that a strange, very tall creature appeared. It was between 8 to 10 feet tall, very thin, a gray-greenish color, weird-looking feet, extremely large eyes, and a very large mouth. The brothers noped the hell out of that backyard and yelled for their dad who was inside the house. Their dad ran into the backyard and immediately froze whenever he saw this weird-looking creature staring at him. The dad yelled for his two sons to get in the house so they went inside to inform the rest of the family members of what they had just seen. After discussing it for a little while, their mother, other brothers, and father all grabbed guns and walked towards their backyard. The mother of the family pulled out her cell phone and decided to record what happened next. The video starts off with the family standing at the fence opening of their backyard, looking towards the vehicle that they were working on. You can see multiple other vehicles in their backyard along with a forklift. The family started to cautiously walk towards the backyard, but ended up retreating back into their house, scared. After that, the brothers decided to go back near the backyard to pick up the tools that they were using. Why in the hell go back? That's my question. Like, why go back there? I would not, after seeing that, no way. So, one of the brothers turns towards the other as they're back there, and in a frightening tone, tells them to look towards the forklift that was only a few yards away from him. The brother's eyes quickly scanned over to the forklift, and to his amazement, there was an alien figure standing next to it. Upon seeing the alien, both of them again froze in place. They described them freezing in place, not as being scared, but almost as if they were under the effects of sleep paralysis. As the brothers were frozen in place, staring at this creature, it stared back at them breathing heavily from its mouth, its stomach moving with each breath. Got any games? <laughs> Got, any <laughs> Got any games on your phone? Got play on your iPad? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I pictured that in my head. I had to say it. Sorry, guys. A few seconds later, the brothers were able to move again and began running back towards their house. Upon arriving back at their home, one of the brothers, Angel, decided to call 911 and report the entire thing. We do have the audio of this 911 call, and we will play that right now. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually weird. So there's two, terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight-foot. Nine feet, ten foot, I don't know, they look, like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes, okay. like, like I can't explain it, and big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and, and they're not human, they're 100% they're not human. Uh, 
After that phone call, the family waited in their home for the police to arrive. As they were waiting, they could hear footsteps and loud whispering in their backyard from where they had seen the aliens. Eventually, the family all huddled together in the living room to pray, but not before hearing footsteps above them on the roof. Finally, 38 minutes later, God dang, hold on, it took the police officers 38 minutes to arrive? That seems like an excessive amount of time. I agree with that. I mean, it kind of gets explained a little later on, though, why, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So 38 minutes later, which was a little past midnight, two police officers ended up arriving at the family's home. Now, we have a short clip of the arriving police officer's body cam and his initial conversation with the family. We'll take a quick listen to that audio clip right now. What did you see? It was like a... Like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long sexy top. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall in the sky too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. After the initial conversation with the family, the police officers went into their backyard and investigated the scene to see if any aliens were still chilling back there. As they looked around, they noticed a large circular indentation on the ground. Just like all the other evidence, we do have photographs of this circular indentation, and we will provide that on our website for everyone to go take a look at. What do y'all think about those two photos? It looks like somebody just dragged their feet on the ground and made a circle, because that's like pea gravel. That's what I'm saying. If you got an object coming into the atmosphere at, at however fast it's coming in, right, it's going to leave a way bigger indentation than that, I would feel. I feel like they're making a circle marking where they're about to start a bonfire or something. Or make a pool since it's summer. You know, when you make the above ground pools, you have to mark out the circular area and then level it off. Oh, that's true. That's possible. Anyway, yeah, that's what I think. After the police saw this indentation, one of the officers left, ran to his patrol car, grabbed a pair of Heelys from his gym bag, put those bitches in sport mode, and cruised down the street looking for this alien. I'm just kidding. He took his car. The officers started stopping passing vehicles, asking the passengers inside if they had seen a bright light or any odd creatures in the area. The other officer who was still with the family told them that he believed what they were saying because a little bit earlier, his partner reportedly saw a light falling from the sky. The officer then decided to leave, but before he does, he tells the family in a jokingly manner, if those nine-foot beings come back, don't call us. Deal with it yourself. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. At the, if, you find, if you listen to it, that's what he says at the end. <laughs> I mean, he did. He really did. Once the police left, the family went back into their home, gathered together in the living room, and continued praying. As they were praying, they heard a loud human-like scream come from their backyard. After the scream, they heard nothing else for the rest of the night. A few days later, the family said that two sergeants from the Las Vegas Police Department visited them to ask follow-up questions. Also, the family reported that for several days following the incident, they noticed multiple government-issued vehicles, which were occupied by men wearing suits and dark sunglasses, driving past their house. And that right there is the Las Vegas UFO story and what happened that night. Now we know what you're probably wondering. If this happened on the night of April 30th and into the early morning of May 1st, why is it just now going viral, over a month later? Well, that is what we were wondering also while researching this, so we decided to dig deeper into the story, and this is what we uncovered. Most news stations reporting on this will say that 8 News Now investigation team in Las Vegas broke the story. That is wrong. This entire story was first reported by an independent investigative journalist in Las Vegas named Doug Papa. Doug was investigating this story only a couple weeks after it had happened and actually reported it on May 22nd. This was two weeks before the 8 News Now investigative team released their first report. Let's start off talking a little bit about Doug Papa, who he is, and how he was able to get information about this story before anybody else. So like Dan stated, Doug Papa is an independent investigative journalist in Las Vegas. However, before he became a journalist, 
he held various other positions. He was a military police officer in the United States Army and a former New York Police Department police officer. In 1986, he was the LCSO Criminal Investigator of the Year. Doug has also worked for the United States Department of Homeland Security and was the Director of Security and Surveillance for 18 years in the Las Vegas hotel casino industry. Needless to say, those previous positions he held had helped him out tremendously when he decided to become a full-time investigative journalist. Doug is known to various news stations in the Las Vegas area as a person who is breaking news about certain types of corruption going on around the city. He wasn't known for reporting on what some individuals would consider bizarre or strange, such as UFOs or aliens. However, that all would change. On Thursday, May 18th, 2023, Doug had multiple police sources in the area tell him that something strange had occurred and that they were being told to not talk about it. Doug then goes on his Twitter and makes the following posts. By the way, before we read his tweet, we do want to mention that he has his own podcast called The Doug Papa Show, where he reports on this content. And we're not endorsing his podcast, we're just saying he has a podcast. So anything that he talks about, we do not endorse it. We just want to mention that since, you know, he talks about it in his Twitter post. Anyway, back to the Twitter post, which says, Exclusive breaking news Las Vegas from the Doug Papa podcast. Police sources claim an unknown airborne object crashed on May 1st in the Northwest Area Command Patrol Sector. Talk that it may have been new type of drone from Creech Air Force Base. Las Vegas Police Department Communications Center put out the CAD, which is a computer-aided dispatch system, to patrol units that PR, personal reporting, said 8 to 10 feet tall aliens were walking away from the crash. Allegedly, government vehicles were seen in the area the following day. Officers' body cameras recorded the incident site. It's all hush-hush, and officers were told not to discuss the incident, sources say. Sounds crazy, but who knows? A short time later, Doug then made a second Twitter post that said, Exclusive update from Las Vegas Police Department dispatch record May 1st, 2023 at 0029 hours. PR person reporting, saw something fall from the sky and heard subjects in the backyard. Subjects are 8 to 9 feet tall and have large shiny eyes. PR advised that the subjects are not human. Doug then made his third and final post on the same day that said, exclusive update. Sources say at the same time the first call came in, another Las Vegas Police Department officer was at another location taking a report of an unrelated incident. Officer and PR were outside, both witnessing the object falling from the sky, captured on body cam video, body cam video now deleted from system. Of course, we have a screenshot of those tweets, and we will provide an image of that on our website for anyone that wants to go take a look at them. All right, continuing on with the story. The following day, Friday, May 19, 2023, Doug Papa went to the address of the family that had seen the UFO crash and the aliens. Side note here. Doug got the address of the family from one of the reports he was given by his local sources in the police department. Yeah, so that's how he knew where they lived at. Stalker. So Doug arrived at the family's home and asked them if he could interview them about what they had seen weeks prior. Doug promised that he would not release their last names, their home address, or their faces. Angel, the younger individual of the family who had seen the alien with his brother, agreed to speak with Doug. Doug ended up recording his interview with Angel and left the family's home. Three days later, on Monday, May 22nd, Doug released episode 142 of his podcast titled Exclusive, Did Object Fall from Sky? Crash in Vegas? Witness Home Under Police Video Surveillance. By the way, that's like the worst podcast title you can have. <laughs> I agreed. That is so long. Anyway. So in that podcast episode, Doug played the audio clip of his interview that he had with Angel. So if you want to go take a listen to that, we're going to insert that audio clip up on our website, but we cannot play it here in case we get copyright struck by Doug, Mr. Papa Pump himself. So in that audio recording, Angel is very skeptical of what Doug is there for. He thinks Doug is like a government official or something, or at least that's what my interpretation of how Angel is acting. At the end of it, Angel says, 
turn off your audio recording and I will tell you everything that happens. And then that's the last thing you hear. He turns off his audio recording. Now, even after turning it off, Doug stated that it was very difficult to get Angel to talk about what had happened. So that was the first episode that Doug released about the incident. The following day, on May 23rd, Doug released another podcast episode titled, What Fell from the Sky Over Las Vegas? Why Does the LVMPD Have Home Under Surveillance? In all capital letters too, might I add. In this episode, Doug discussed the incident yet again and then talked more in depth as to why the police would have the family's home under surveillance. For the next following days, Doug didn't really post any updates on the situation. Finally, on Saturday, May 27th, Doug released a podcast episode titled Exclusive, Vegas, Object Fell from Sky, Left Circular Pattern in Ground, Family Saw Creatures. (laughs) I tell you what. (laughs) If somebody searches the word exclusive or anything in all capital letters, he has that search engine optimization locked down for that. (laughs) That he does. That he does. In this episode, Doug talked about how he had spoken to Angel some more and received images of a circular indentation that the supposed UFO had left in the family's backyard. And just to clarify, this is the same image that we looked at earlier. On that same day of May 27th, the Baltimore Police Examiner published an article that was written by Doug Papa, titled, Exclusive UFO Photographs. Object that fell from the sky in Las Vegas leaves a circular impression on ground. In this article, Doug talked about the story in its entirety and what happened on May 1st in Las Vegas. The article also shows a photograph of the circular impression and another very interesting image. Now, above this image, it says, This is a distorted pixelated photo from a video that Angel shot in which he tried to capture the creatures he claimed to have seen in his backyard. We have this photograph on hand and we'll post it up on our website for anyone that wants to take a look at it. After this article was published by the Baltimore Post, the local news station in Las Vegas, 8 News Now, ended up reading into it and decided to get their investigative team to look into it. They began obtaining the body cam footage from the police and also reached out to the family for an interview. However, they were not releasing any information to the public that they were looking into this story. I just want to ask y'all's opinion on this creature that he posted on the Baltimore Post. What creature? Hold on, hold on. I looked at, I can't tell you how many freaking pixelated screenshots of people claiming that there's an alien head, alien eyes, alien hands. I've never seen anything in any of those photographs, zoomed in, traced, nothing. The only thing that looks sort of like an alien or a creature that I can kind of see is this photograph right here that was on the Baltimore Post Examiner. It looks like it's a creature that's squatting down. Do y'all see it? I kind of see the, where an upper torso could be with like a left arm, maybe? I don't know. It's hard to see. I agree. It's hard for me to really make out anything because my eyes venture up to the top where I think that would be the head, but then he would have like a super elongated neck. Where exactly are you seeing him on this? So that is the face he would be turning and looking like that. Shoulders, chest, legs, arms, squatting down. So, okay, I can see that. So you're talking about that bright, shining, like, orb would be near where his face is that would be his where his face is at yeah you know what has solved this in the video one of the brothers had a damn flashlight they could have shined it up in the area that would have brightened it up maybe would have seen a better picture my thing is just just go to verizon right just get a new phone why are why are we using nokia's in 2023 the freaking quality of the phone footage oh my gosh built brick tough all right So continuing on, a few days later, on Monday, May 29th, Doug released another podcast episode titled Exclusive, Vegas, Object Fell from Sky, Left Circular Pattern in Ground, Family Saw Creatures. Again, it is in all capital letters. That is a horrible podcast title, but whatever. So in this episode, Doug again talks about what he had been investigating and his interview with the family. So it wasn't really anything new. Two days later, on Wednesday, May 31st, Doug made a post on his YouTube channel that stated, and we quote, Police sources 
say the Las Vegas Police Department's technical and surveillance squad removed the video surveillance system off the family's property after my podcast was published. Still no explanation on why the cameras were installed in the first place. My investigation continues. I could tell you why. Why's that? The family's renting that house. The person that owns it has security cameras on the back side of the house with all the RVs and such. But that's different. The Las Vegas Police Department put video surveillance of the house. This is different from the owner. Really? They installed surveillance cameras, yes. Oh. I guess they were trying to, you know, cash in on that alien video footage, but whatever. (laughs) After that post, the story went quiet, and Doug began reporting on other stories around Las Vegas regarding corruption, murders, etc. Then, one week later, on Wednesday, June 7th, 2023, news station 8 News Now in Las Vegas published a story on their website titled, Las Vegas Family claims to see aliens after several report something falling from the sky. That same day, on June 7th, 2023, a YouTube channel called Alien Society 51 was created. The following morning, on June 8th, that YouTube channel would post a video titled May 1st, 2023, I Had Aliens in My Backyard, Part 1. In the video description, it says, I have way more stuff to show. Let me know if you have any questions. This entire video was 7 minutes and 27 seconds long, and it consisted of the brother Angel sitting in front of a camera telling his entire story of what happened. He ended the video by saying that he has a lot more to talk about and that he will be releasing a part 2 soon. By the way, I do want to say what Angel says in that video is nothing you haven't heard yet. So. Yeah, we've covered all of that. Anyway, sorry, continue. Later that same day, on June 8th, 8 News Now in Las Vegas posted an additional news story titled, 100% They're Not Human. Witness details alleged alien encounter in Las Vegas. This story is pretty much the exact same one that they had written the day prior. However, it is worth noting that the first article was written by 8 News Now investigator David Charns. The second article is written by 8 News Now investigator George Knapp. And yes, if you follow the UFO community, then you have probably heard of George Knapp. George is a frequent host of Coast to Coast AM, which is a radio show that discusses UFOs. He is well known in the UFO community, not only for hosting the radio show, but also reporting on a ton of UFO sightings. Some people love him. Some people hate him. After this article was published by George Knapp, his entire UFO following started sharing it. Word of an alien sighting in Las Vegas started to spread like wildfire. News stations around the world picked up the story, and it went viral, not only nationally, but globally. So there you have it. The story of the Las Vegas UFO and how word of the incident spread across the entire world. Of course, just like every week, The episode does not stop here, because we dug even deeper into this story to try and find out the truth of what really happened. With that being said, let's get into our strange facts and findings section to discuss what we uncovered. Our first strange fact and finding has to do with the lights over Las Vegas. So as we dug deeper into this topic, we started to look and see if there were any additional reports in the area about mysterious lights. What we ended up finding is that on Friday, April 28th, only a couple days before the incident occurred, 8 News Now in Las Vegas published an article titled, Viewer Shares Video of Mysterious Lights Hovering in the Night Sky Over Las Vegas Valley. The article talks about how residents in Las Vegas ended up seeing mysterious lights over Las Vegas Valley. An individual named Bill, who lives in the area, was in his backyard at around 9 p.m. when he noticed lights in the sky hovering over his neighborhood. Bill decided to pull his phone out and record what he was seeing. After five minutes of recording, Bill said that the lights disappeared. Now, we do have a screenshot of the weird object in the video that Bill captured, and of course, we will post that on our website. But what do you guys think of that? Props to him for actually taking a picture. (laughs) Taking good quality? Yes. That reminds me of when we covered the UFOs, like just the, was it, random UFO encounters that was going on? The one that I posted, they said that it was the, the, uh, was it like the fire towers or whatever? Burning oil or some shit. It was like on fire on top. 
Oh, the, uh, yeah, the oil rigs or whatever doing the off gas that they burn. Yeah, it, it kind of sort of looks like that, but just like that UFO or that picture, you don't see like the flame moving and it's not like illuminating around it. And if you watch, there's a video on that website, that 8 News Now website, we'll post that link up. But I sort of think it's a flare, but then again, I'll just, I'll wait till my theory section to talk more in depth about that. All right. So the article states that a spokesperson at the nearby Nellis Air Force Base said that no training was conducted over the valley the previous night. Also, a spokesperson from the nearby Harry Reid Airport stated that they were also unaware of any activity that would produce strange illumination in the sky. And that right there is our first strange fact and finding. And this happened two days before the incident occurred with Angel and his family. So, a little weird. So let's get on to our next strange fact and finding. Now, before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. Welcome back. Our next strange fact and finding is about NASA and their response to what this glowing green orb could have been that fell out of the sky on May 1st, 2023. After this entire incident ended up going viral on June 8th, NASA's planetary defense officer, Lindley Johnson, came forward and decided to make a statement on the situation. Lindley stated that the green fireball observed last month by Las Vegas police officers and other civilians was more than likely a bright meteor, less than a meter in size. This object was recorded in the American Meteor Society fireball logs, but not in NASA's Center for Near-Earth Object Studies, or CNEOS. Now, the CNEOS is NASA's Center for Computing Asteroid and Comet Orbits and Their Odds of Earth Impact. Now, Lindley did state that since the object didn't show up in their system, it might fuel conspiracy theories as to what this could be. He decided to try and give his best explanation as to what it is. So he said, and we quote, The CNEOS website only captures reports for objects that are estimated to have exceeded one meter in size based on the observed total energy released. In other words, Natural objects, which were large enough to be categorized as asteroids prior to entering Earth's atmosphere. Based on its observed speed, it would have been high in the atmosphere and hundreds of miles away from Las Vegas at the time it was spotted. So nothing from the meteor landed in anyone's backyard in Vegas. So there you go. We thought that was pretty interesting, and it actually leads into our next strange fact and finding. So our next strange fact I'm finding is about a meteor shower. As we researched deeper into this, we started pulling the records of meteors being reported in the area, as well as the time frame of reoccurring meteor showers. What we found out is that one of the oldest known meteor showers, the Lyrid meteor shower, peaks in the month of April. This meteor shower occurs every April when Earth's orbit brings the planet into the path of a debris trail left by a comet known as Comet C-1861-G1 Thatcher. Mother trucker, dude. (laughs) That's a hell of a fucking comet. Hell yeah, it is. Now, as the Earth moves through the debris trail, the debris will appear to fall from the sky and become meteors. Usually, the shower produces about 15 meteors per hour during its peak. However, it's possible for them to produce much more. For example, in April of 1982, it produced around 100 meteors per hour. In April of 1803, it produced as many as 300 meteors per hour. Wait, 
First of all, did they take a time machine back to 1803 and have somebody count how many meteors were going off each hour? How do they know this? That's a good point. I want that as a job. Just lay on the ground. One meteor, two meteor. <laughs> You're going to be labeled as a witch counting those meteors. You're going to get burned at the stake, Dan. Even though they never actually burned anyone at the stake. Yeah, it's true. Never mind. Take that back. This entire shower remained active until April 29th, while peaking on the night of April 22nd and into the early morning of April 23rd. The meteor shower's timeline does not align with the time frame of the object falling out of the sky on the night of April 30th. However, we did not give up our investigation here. We decided to look at the AMS, which is the American Meteor Society website, and studied the reports that they have provided. What we found was pretty amazing. On Sunday, April 30th, 2023, at 10.48 p.m., over 21 witness reports were reported to the American Meteor Society. 11 of those 21 reports came from individuals located in Las Vegas. Now keep in mind, the body cam footage that the police had of this object crashing was at 10.41 p.m., only nine minutes prior. So it seems like these reports might line up with what the police officers and Angel's family had seen. Also, another thing to add is that one of these reports actually attached what their home security footage captured. Now, you cannot see the object falling. However, the entire video starts off with it clearly being dark outside. Then all of a sudden, the entire sky lights up from this object, as if it was daylight. Of course, we will post a link to that video on our website for you to take a look at. And it is a different security camera footage from the first one. The first one is like a security camera over the vehicle and you can sort of kind of see the meteor and you can hear it. This one is just like the doorway of someone's house as if like you're going to go break into somebody's house. It's right there at the door. And when you watch this video, it is completely dark outside in the doorway. And when that meteor comes down, you can't hear it, but it becomes so bright. It's almost like it's daytime. I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's crazy. Same here. It was extremely bright. Holy shit, I didn't know it got that bright. I was just watching, like, it literally was dark, and then all of a sudden, it looks like it was daytime. Like, it did a time skip, and then all of a sudden, boom, back to being completely dark. Did a flash bang on the ring? Yeah, pretty much. Holy hell. Our next strange fact and finding is about the weird circle in the backyard that the family claims the UFO made. As we were looking into this claim, we came across an individual on Reddit who ended up finding the family's home on Google Maps. When they looked at the bird's eye view of the family's home from a satellite photo taken in April of 2022, you can clearly see a circle in their backyard. There's another satellite photo taken in June of 2022 that shows the circle still there. However, in the satellite photo taken in April of 2023, the family's backyard no longer has a circle in it, which is odd. Of course, we will post this photograph up on our website. And according to Google Earth, the circle was already there the entire time, which makes me wonder, why was it gone in April of this year, but in April of last year, it was there and in June of last year? And then I got to thinking, it's an above ground pool, man. That's the only answer I can come up with. I'm kind of in agreement with that. It's just some sort of object that was there for an extended period of time. And they move it away during uh, wintertime and they bring it back during the summer. Possibly. That's one thing I can think about. Because if you look, the family's home is to the south there. You got the two homes to the left of it and they both have pools. Their house doesn't have a pool. I would have put a above ground pool there just to be able to swim for a little bit or you know, soak in the water. All right. So our last strange fact and finding is about Angel. Now, before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break. This is our last one, so don't go nowhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, welcome back. So our last strange fact and finding is about Angel. After we learned that he created a YouTube channel called Alien Society 51, we decided to look around the interwebs for any other social media accounts that could be connected. What we discovered is a Twitter account with the username Alien51NFT. And on the profile page, the spelled out full name that they have is Alien Society 51 NFT. This Twitter was active in January of 2022. The account just made a few posts about their NFTs and how they were trying to sell them. We couldn't find any solid evidence that connected this to Angel, other than the names being the same. However, we did think it was worth mentioning. Also, we'll put that Twitter account up on our website along with the Alien Society 51 OpenSea account. Yeah, and another thing I want to add before we transition into theories is that a lot of news stations will say that Angel's family has gone missing, that they've been kidnapped. There's like all these different rumors and stuff. So we decided to look into it a little more and we found that Angel actually posted a video, what was it, yesterday? I believe it was yesterday. I found it yesterday. So I think it was very recent. On TikTok. We're going to go ahead and take a listen to that audio of what Angel said in his TikTok post. And this is the most recent update of him and his family. So we'll play that right now. Today's uh, June 12th. I'm outside my house with my family. Um, you can see people are saying that we disappeared, the news stations. You know, what I learned these couple of days that everything on TV is fake. And especially the news channels, they'll say fake stuff, and it's not true. You know, I already said what I had to say. If you want to believe it, believe it. I don't care no more. I just want to, you guys understand, because of you guys, I have depression. I have anxiety attacks. And I just want to, I just want to be normal again. I don't feel, I don't feel okay, guys. And um, just move on, guys. Forget about it and just, bye. So, yeah, he's done with the entire situation. You got to think of the millions of people that are trying to get in contact with him right now. Like, that dude has got to be under extreme stress. On Reddit, there was multiple posts. People were wanting to find out where he lived so they can go by and check out the scene for themselves. And luckily, I don't think anybody's actually posted or doxed him. That Google Maps doxed him. Did it actually have his address or? No, but. Pretty close, though. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That is our strange facts and findings section. Now we're going to get into my personal favorite part of the episode, the theory section, where we hypothesize as to what truly happened. So, Dan, do you want to start that off for us and tell us our first theory that we have? So our first theory that we have is that this is all just a hoax. There was no UFO, alien or anything weird that happened in Las Vegas. The big glowing green orb that everyone sees was just a passing meteor that was part of the Lyriad meteor shower going on in April. The family thought it would be a good hoax of them seeing aliens with a UFO crashing in their backyard after seeing the meteor fly overhead. It caught on because of different people seeing the big glowing green orb, which none of the people at the time knew what it was. There was no actual proof of any UFO crashing or alien in the backyard other than a crappy quality video filmed by a fresh potato at best. Multiple people have tried to point out where the alien was standing in the video, but none of it was solid proof. It's all pixelated. You can't see anything, really. At least I couldn't. Maybe the aliens are pixels. Maybe they used the technology that they used to blur out their spaceship. They used it on themselves. Kind of like a cloaking mechanism. Well, they did say when it first crashed, whatever, that it was kind of blurry. So maybe my thought with that is the fact that you do see a bunch of blurry photos, like most of the photos you see of extraterrestrials are completely blurry. My only logical thought for that is if their makeup is completely different of our body types and somehow their body type makeup affects the light exposure of the camera when we're trying to take a picture. You know, funny you mentioned that. If y'all haven't yet, check out our Patreon episode. There is a strange fact I'm finding in there that kind of actually goes along with that. So for $5 a month, which is only 16 cents a day, you can sign up and go listen to our Patreon episodes. You get access to all 166 of them, including today's episode, which is over. 
The UFO Whistleblower. So there you go. Go check that out if you want to. No pressure. We just had to get in the last plug, you know? Do it! Just do it! <laughs> Look, we're tired of eating ramen. We can't even afford the packet with the ramen, okay? We have to stop saying that because people actually email me worrying that I'm only eating fucking ramen and rice. <laughs> Why do you think we get sick? We don't got nutrition. Which is crazy because the past week I did eat a lot of rice. That's to be expected. That's like default. <laughs> I ordered bamboo plants for each one of us. Me and Caleb got white. Uh, what is that bottom part called? Pot. A pot. The white pots. Dan got the yellow one. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our next theory. So our next theory is that it was mass hysteria. We know every time we bring up this theory, everyone wants to say it's never mass hysteria. Only reason this came up was because of the video the family released of them going to investigate what was in their backyard. As the mother screamed, they all freaked out and ran back in the fenced area. So it wasn't a huge mass hysteria movement, but just everyone freaking out and panicking at anything and everything. I usually shun away at mass hysteria um, explanations, but it's my personal opinion that this could be the case here. I agree. And there's a reason I agree. All right, so I can kind of relate to this in the fact that whenever I was in high school, um, and I've only told very few people this, I was upstairs sleeping, and down the hallway was my sister's room, and she was sleeping as well. Both of our doors were closed. I wake up in the middle of the night to three loud bangs on her door, followed by her screaming. So I wake up, and I'm scared as shit. I pull the covers up to my face. I hear creaks coming down the hallway. Like, what the fuck is that? Is it heading towards you or away? Toward, toward my door. Oh. I see my door creak open. It's my sister. And she looks scared shitless. She's like, did you just hear those bangs on my door? And I was like, yeah, what the fuck was that? So she hops in bed and we're shaking, trembling, so fucking scared. We finally developed the courage to go downstairs and tell my mom what had happened. The fact that we were so freaked out freaked my mom out. So I get the mass hysteria thing. You know what I mean? She believed us just based on our expression and how we were acting. Just to finish that story off, my dad ended up going upstairs with his gun to see if anybody had broken in the house. Me and my mom were sitting in her bed. We hear a chair pull out from the dining room. And we both look at each other and we're like, did you hear that? My dad, we heard my dad go upstairs. He was upstairs. The floors were creaking. So A, someone was in our house or B, that motherfucker was haunted. We named the ghost Jeffrey. Man, that's scary. I guess that could, yeah, that could be an example of mass hysteria because your mom freaking out. And that kind of is the similar situation here. You have the two brothers running in, telling the family. The family goes to the backyard already freaked out. The mother is speaking tongues in the video, which, by the way, we could never really get a solid answer as to what the mother was speaking. Some of them were speaking Spanish. Others were speaking like tongue. Some of them were speaking Romanian. It is confusing as hell. All right, so let's get on to this next theory that we have, that there were actually aliens and it's being covered up. The big glowing green orb was a UFO, and what the family did see were extraterrestrials in their backyard. As the cops showed up to investigate, their body cam cut off once they reached the backyard, and for 16 minutes, there was no video or audio. Then, the video and audio comes back as they were in the driveway shooting the shit with one another. Many believe that the 16 minutes that was blacked out was scrubbed of any real evidence, and now the family has gone silent, which, I mean, it's not really silent. They don't want to talk anymore. Um, but some believe that the family might have been pressured into not saying anything. But, I mean, they still have the videos up and angels coming out and saying, hey, don't talk to us. Also, the fact that this happened over a month ago it gave the elites or the government time to go in and take away the UFO and capture the aliens. Then after they collected everything, the story was released of what occurred. It was watered down and made confusing on purpose. Also, I want to add to this. What if the scream that the family heard was the government agents coming in kidnapping the alien? And the footsteps on the roof was actually these covert government officials who do the capturing of the aliens 
they won't come in with a helicopter. They got these drones that are silent and then they drop them down. They rappel down, boom, onto the roof, come down and then grab the alien and then boom, go back up. I don't know. What do y'all think of that? I was just thinking of the crane game. Grab the alien. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So I, I want to know y'all's personal thoughts and theories on this. Do you think it's mass hysteria? Do you think it's all a hoax? Do you think an actual alien UFO craft landed in the backyard? What do you think? All right. I'll go first with what I think happened. So originally there was a TikTok that stated that the family had vanished. But after looking through it, that was all lies by the news. They never vanished. They just stopped responding. They wanted to be left alone. So they went silent. So at first, I wanted to say that maybe this was an actual UFO and alien sighting if the family did in fact vanish, but that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. This, though, does make me believe that this is more of a hoax. They got tired of people calling to interview them, and then the final jab would be that they had no real actual proof. So people started responding to their videos that they are lying and making it all up for clout, which I'm not really sure why they would need that unless they're trying to get more business, you know, like the Alien Society 51 NFTs, but there's no real connection to that. What I truly believe is that there were people wearing weird color baklavas and that they were trying to steal or play around with the tractor or bulldozer that was in the backyard. There were reports of the alien in the tractor bulldozer slash forklift in the backyard. Yeah, someone said that there was one of the aliens that was outside of the tractor, and then there was one inside trying to operate it. Why would an alien need to go inside of a bulldozer, tractor, forklift, whatever the hell it was, to operate it? What parts are you going to get to fix your damn UFO from a damn bulldozer? They're going to go pick their freaking alien craft up with the bulldozer. (laughs) But yeah, so after seeing that big green orb and then loud sound, depending on how far the ring video or the bang was, maybe that was someone that tried to start it up. Only reason I say that was because I believe I told the story on one of our like uh, personal stories episodes of me out partying with my brother and friends and my brother climbing into a damn bulldozer on the golf course, which they left the keys in. I don't know why they did that, but they should have been aware of this damn Asian man going into tractors and starting it up, which ended up having the cops called us and we had to hide in the woods. There is no way that that bulldozer forklift whatever it was was that loud during the startup i'm forklift certified okay you drive a propane forklift that barely makes <laughs> yeah, any I noise no i i actually drove big red that giant one i only drove it a couple times but i can't see them being that loud when they start up man no, was that was more like a it's more like a firework speaking of firework so yeah me and killer were discussing what that big green orb could have been And, you know, of course, fireworks and they have the loud bang and all that shit with it. It's really not hard to find out how to make fireworks at home. Now, we're not saying this to go and make it. It's just saying like the stuff you need is easy to find out. So someone may possibly made a homemade firework. If you take sparklers and you. Oof. Don't you say it. Never mind. Never mind. So, yeah, I mean, that big green orb and the loud bang could have been a firework. Like, I I just don't believe, after reading everything and finding out everything, I just don't believe that it was actually real. It all comes down to it being a hoax now. All right, well, thank you for that, Dan. All right, so for me, I I think that the whole 911 call just seemed extremely calm, right? If I had just seen a figure from another planet or another universe, I would be freaking the hell out, and I wouldn't be able to keep my composure as well as he did. Another thing is that there's just no photographic proof or evidence. It's only word of mouth. And I agree with you, Dan. I think once the information went public, the family had an influx of people trying to reach them and visit their neighborhood. They probably decided to take a hiatus until everything settled down. I'm compelled to say an aircraft coming into our atmosphere, or any object for that matter, would make a much deeper impression upon impact than a small circle in the ground. I believe that if there was a non-human craft that had actually crash-landed, it would have been seized by some sort of crash retrieval program that we'd know nothing about. This could explain why the public wasn't notified of this event until weeks later, after it actually happened. It's much easier to confiscate something no one knows about. Speaking of crash retrieval program we don't know about, we discussed that in our Patreon episode that was released today about the whistleblower David Grush. 
He says that these types of UFO retrieval programs absolutely exist today. The weird thing? The government doesn't have access to the program. Feel free to head over to our Patreon to take a listen. All right, so I said what I said. Caleb said what he said. What do you believe, Aaron? I wanted to believe this so bad. You don't know how bad I want aliens to come. I said it, and I'll say it again. Once aliens arrive, I'm going to have so much intergalactic child support because I'm going to be shagging all of them, okay? Look, everyone's getting it. I don't care if it's male, female, alien. Look, you're an alien, you're an extraterrestrial. (laughs) You're having my baby. (laughs) Consensually, okay? Anyway, uh, like I said, I wanted to believe it. However, there's overwhelming evidence that I believe points to a hoax, such as the circle already being there on Google Maps. We don't ever see a UFO. There's never a clear video recording. He made the social media accounts, such as Alien Society 51. What I truly think happened is that him and his brother were outside chit-chatting, fixing his truck. A meteor from the Leered Meteor Shower enters the atmosphere, makes a loud booming sound. They're sitting there chit-chatting, and they're like, hey, it'd be funny if we play a prank on our family. So they run inside, say there's aliens, and then uh, that freaks out their mother, so their dad and them gets a gun. They go back outside, and it just uh, it's a prank that just gets blown out of proportion, you know? That's what I think happened. I, I want to believe so bad that it's real, but it, it's my personal opinion that it's not. Now, there's another thing that it might be. This might be an orchestrated event by some officials. This family might have been hired to purposely orchestrate this event, make it go public. You had George Knapp report on it, which all the UFO enthusiasts ended up picking up the story. That made it go viral. And they did this as a way to get people's attention away from the UFO government whistleblower that we talk about today and all of his claims. That's another option. It's one of those two, I truly believe. That's fantastic. To piggyback off your first thing about it just being a prank, that got my wheels turning in my head. They could have seen the light and they could have heard the boom, but your brain automatically goes to start completing the story in your head. It starts making assumptions because going back to that ghost story, now that I think about it 20 years later, I don't know if I ever actually heard the three bangs on my sister's door. She came in and asked if I heard that. I distinctly remember her screaming. So with that being said, your your mind can like put pieces of the puzzle together that may not actually fit, if that makes sense. We discussed that in, I think, one of our videos about like entities. I think it was like the hat man and such. Like it's your eyesight and the way your brain works, that things that you can't fully see or comprehend your brain goes into a mode to where it starts to try to fill it out automatically. That missing part of what you're seeing, hearing, or whatever. What if the two brothers were in the engine bay of the truck working on it and they had their hood up? We know how loud the, the meteor was when it hit the atmosphere, if we assume it's a meteor or an object, whatever the sound was. Extremely loud. What if it scared them? They jumped, hit their head on the hood, They both got a concussion, which is why things were blurry and they were almost in a sleep paralysis state. They go back inside. They start saying all this weird shit. I don't know. I know that's a reach, but. That could also explain why he was so calm on the 911 call. Maybe he just wasn't completely there. Did the brothers actually see the green orb in the sky? I actually can't remember if they saw. I know the cop cam caught it and other people reported it, but did the brothers actually see it? I believe so because the dad said that they had saw something in the sky. He said that they saw something circling above in the backyard. Hmm. So that's totally different. But to piggyback off what Aaron said about the meteor entering the atmosphere, you don't immediately hear the loud sonic boom that happens when it enters. It can happen minutes after it entering the atmosphere. It could be going across the sky and then all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, you hear that boom, like crashing noise. Kind of like thunder or lightning? Yes, just like that. You see lightning first and then... Right after that, the thunder. Damn. All right. Well, we would love to hear your personal thoughts and theories about what you think this could be. If you have any more additional evidence, feel free to send us an email. We would love to hear from you. So do either one of you have anything else you want to add to today's episode? I'm good. 
It's my first time being on a regular episode. I want to say thank you guys for having me, and I have had a fucking blast. I can't wait for the rest of them. Let's get this shit going. Hell yeah, baby. All right, yeah, so you'll hear Caleb from now on on the episodes. Welcome him with open arms as you welcome us. Yeah. All right, well, that is the end of our episode today. We would like to thank you for joining us. And again, thank you for the support. You are amazing, every single one of you. So with that being said, Dan and Caleb, you want to roll us out? Sure will. It's okay to be out of this world with your thoughts. Because you are not alone.